Hey, and welcome to the Motherhood Simplified Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Lockwood. And if you ever look around your house and wonder where the heck did all this stuff come from and how am I ever going to get it out, you are in the right place. I'm a mom of five who decluttered her home back in 2013 when my family and I decided to move from Alaska to Florida with one suitcase each. And I do not recommend it. What I do recommend is learning how to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist, which means learning to find the balance of what your family needs and wants without it being so much that it overwhelms you on a daily basis. So if that sounds good to you, you are going to love this podcast. Let's dive into the episode. If you have been trying to declutter your house and not been as successful as you like, I am willing to bet that I can help you figure out exactly why. There are a lot of reasons that moms feel like they can't declutter, declutter, whether it's their kids or their spouse or the time or the energy or just simply not knowing what to do, where to take things, how to donate, right? How to do it mindfully, how to not be wasteful and Plus you're worried about like, what if I need it? You know, I wasted so much money on this. What if I need it again and I can't get it? There is so much that goes into decluttering as a mom. And I promise that if you have thought it or felt it, I have heard it before or experienced it myself. And that is exactly why I created this training called how to create your mom proof decluttering plan. And I've done a lot of decluttering checklists, challenges, courses, programs in the past, and they work. And this training really is the framework for every single thing that moms need to consider when it comes to decluttering their home. It's the plan. We're actually going to build your plan together. It's following through with your plan and it's including your family and even learning how to make this process as enjoyable as possible. Because most people feel like the task is daunting or just another thing on their to-do list. And I don't want it to feel like that for you. So this free training, how to create your mom-proof decluttering plan, you can go to motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY to get it. Or you can just check the show notes of this episode and you will find it. Come get it. I know there is so much information about there. A lot of it is much the same. Five steps to declutter your house, you know, Here's the checklist to declutter this area of your house, but none of them really show you the full scope of what goes into doing this start to finish. And that's exactly what's in this training. So go check it out, motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash DIY, or check the description of this episode to go get it today. Okay. Welcome to today's podcast episode. We are talking about decision fatigue. So if you know about decision fatigue, wonderful. If you do not know about decision fatigue, let's talk about it real quick. So decision fatigue is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. You're making decisions and you're tired. But really what it means is that our brains have a limited amount of energy to make sound decisions. And when we end up making too many decisions, our ability to make decisions decreases and gets worse and worse. It is why when we go to the stores, we might impulse buy because we've already made, we've maxed out our ability to make excellent decisions for the day. And so we end up buying a bunch of stuff that we don't need or 
Um, when we do things like go to restaurants that have too many options, we get overwhelmed and we just pick something and it doesn't feel very satisfying. We're just like, meh, I'm exhausted and I just have to pick something. So then we pick whatever is like, whatever it is that we point to, right? Now, there's an article that I read that is linked in the show notes that says, on average, we make about 35,000 conscious decisions every single day. And I would argue that mothers make more than that because we are not only making decisions for ourselves, but we have tiny humans and a family and home to manage that we that requires us to make decisions on behalf of them. Now, the article also goes on to say that we can at most make 100 excellent high-level decisions before we begin to max out our brain power and see a decline in our decision-making ability every day. So what that means is that as mothers, we simply don't have energy to waste on decisions that don't serve serve us, that, that, that drain our energy. Now, I want to talk to you about what this looks like specifically in motherhood and decluttering, because this is the Motherhood Simplified podcast, and that is what we talk about. So a lot of people will try to convince you that organizing, getting organized, organizing your home will be a solution to your, your decision fatigue. And they, I, I don't really know why people think that, but here's the thing about organizing your clutter is that it's just boxing up putting them inside of pretty little bins, storing them away for later. And you still have to make decisions on these things. Not only do you still have to make decisions on these things in the future, but you also have to make the decision on how you're going to organize it, where you're going to get the bins, what kind of bins you're going to get, what kind of shelf you're going to get, where you're going to get it from, where you're going to put the shelf. How are you going to make sure that your family maintains this system? What are the consequences of not following through with this organization? Uh, the organizing requires a whole lot of decision-making. And I also talk often about how decluttering also requires you to make a whole lot of, a lot of decisions. But the thing about the decisions that you are making when you declutter versus organizing is that when you declutter, you're making the decision once and then you're done. When you're organizing, you are making the decision multiple times and you are going to have to make a decision on it in the future as well. And you likely in the future will just have to make a decision on if you are going to keep the thing or not keep the thing. Now, decluttering has you know layers and complexities to the decisions that you're making. Do you keep it or not keep it? Do you donate it, sell it, trash it, recycle it, repurpose it? If you're going to donate it, are you donating it to a a, a charity, a center, a thrift store, a person, buy nothing group. You know, there's a lot of decisions that come with that, but organizing has even more decisions because you are trying to systematize and make decisions on too many things over and over and over again. And it's just not efficient use of your time. Now, don't get me wrong. You know that we need organization. However, we need organization after decluttering. You need to organize when you have a manageable amount of stuff to make decisions on. So I want to give you two examples of some things that moms inside of the course that I created, Decluttering Simplified, shared not too long ago about decluttering and their decisions and how they decluttered it once, and then they didn't have to make a decision on it again. So the first example that a mom said, this is exactly what she said. She said, I finally let the thing go, and now I never have to make a decision on it again. And she said that so clearly, and I just wanted to share it with you. So the thing 
that she decluttered was actually a book. And it was a book that was recommended to her by a friend that she had kept sitting on her nightstand on her kitchen counter. She was had spent about a year, and maybe you can relate to this, making decisions on this book. Should she read it now or should she read it later? Should she read it tonight? Should she read it tomorrow? Should she put it on her nightstand so that she remembers to read it? Uh, she even talked about how she had a family vacation that was very leisurely and was like, I decided to bring it with me. And then the whole time I was like thinking about, should I read it now or should I play with my family? Um, what should I do with this book? And she never got to a point where she actually decided to use and read the book and benefit from the book itself. All she had done for about a year was make a whole lot of decisions surrounding this book and none of them were to ever use the book and get value from the book. All that happened was she was, it was an energetic drain. It was taking her decision, you know, the reserve of energy that we have in our brains for decision-making and draining it so that she had less energy to make decisions on more important things in her life, right? I don't know what that was at the time, right? I'm just telling you this example so that you can think about how this looks in your world and in your home and what items you have laying around your house that are the same way for you. Now, the second example is one that is something that I still, I still fall into this sometimes. So it was actually a cupcake stand. So the cupcake stand for me in my ideal world is like, it represents like this Pinterest perfect mom who like is super crafty and hosts parties and takes, you know, this cute little cupcake stand with homemade decorated cupcakes that are really beautiful, definitely don't look like something off of Nailed It, which is how my cupcakes always end up anyway. <laughs> but it like, it, it represents who I feel like I should be. And I've had a really beautiful cake stand in the past that I never used because that's just not who I am. And that's not what I choose to spend my time on. That's not what I decide to do with my free time when I have free time. I'm not making cakes. And when I am invited to parties, I don't choose, I do not make the decision to make these cakes from scratch. I go buy a cake or I ask my daughter to make a cake. Um, so anyway, she, this mom had this cupcake stand and she was telling the story about it. And she's like, it's, it sat on my counter space for a long time. I, I never did anything with it. I never decided to use it until I never decided to do anything with it until I was like, I need this counter space back. And then she was like, I had to decide where I'm going to put the cupcake stand because my kitchen is full of other things. So I went to the pantry and I made a long series of decisions in rearranging and organizing my pantry to try and make it fit. And it worked for a little bit. And then eventually all of that organization came undone. My pantry became a mess. Every time I would pull out the pasta or the cereal or whatever it is that I actually needed and was deciding to use for that day, the cupcake stand was in the way, it was falling over, it was toppling, it got kicked down to the floor. And then again, I had to make a decision on where I was going to keep it in a way that made more sense. So I decided this is where it, it, she had this realization, like this light bulb moment. She was like, I, I, I don't know what to do with this cupcake stand. I'm choosing to either make another decision to clear out a cabinet in my kitchen clear out some Tupperware, make some decisions on some other things, rearrange some things, organize some things, make room for some things. But she was like, I realized that I have never once made a decision to use this cupcake stand as it was intended. The only decisions I've made about this cupcake stand 
are ones that are not serving me, that are costing me a lot of time, energy, space in my home, literally and figuratively. And I've never actually decided to use this cupcake stand and get value out of it. It has only ever cost me things. And so she was like, I decided to get rid of the cupcake stand. And now she never has to make a decision on it again. That is the power of decluttering. If you are experiencing decision fatigue and you are overwhelmed by all of the options and you are overwhelmed by organization, you need less stuff and you've got to use your limited energy to make decisions wisely. And the wisest way to use that energy on stuff in your home is to declutter it. Now, there is, there so many moms that I talk to are so overwhelmed that even making the decisions on what to keep and not keep is too much for them. And so I want to give you two tips real quick to help you actually make a decision. It can be as simple as choosing to keep it or not keep it and then getting rid of it the easiest way possible for you. And this is kind of an unpopular opinion, but I think that when you are so overwhelmed and you are so fatigued from making decisions on stuff in your home, it is absolutely okay to decide to just trash that thing or recycle it or take it to whatever donation center is closest to you, whatever, whatever is easiest, whatever the easiest way to get rid of this stuff is the best way for you to, to decide to declutter it. Because in the future, you will still have a whole lot of stuff to be more mindful about the way that you discard your items, whether it's recycling, whether it's taking it directly to the source. But the stuff that you're decluttering is not stuff that is going to make or break anyone's life who could potentially receive it. But it absolutely can make or break your progress in your home, which matters more. It matters more. If you stay stuck in this place of indecision, because indecision is also a decision, you're never going to make progress and you're never going to dig yourself out of this overwhelming hole of decision fatigue. You just have to make the easiest decision and whatever it is that you decide is okay. And it will free up your time and energy to make more advanced, more high level, more time and energy consuming decisions in the future. You just have to recognize that that's not where you're at right now. And that's okay. You will get there. We can't expect people to do these big, huge things when they just aren't there. And that's okay. This applies to all areas of life, right? We can't expect people to invest, you know, thousands of dollars into their retirement if they can't even you know, if they're living paycheck to paycheck. The same concept applies to you and your clutter. If you are that overwhelmed and you just don't have the extra time and energy to go out and post this up on a buy nothing group even and coordinate with other people out in the world that are strangers, don't feel bad about that. Just make the decision that is easiest that actually moves you forward. Now, the second suggestion that I have for you is to join my course, Decluttering Simplified, because decluttering is a series of making decisions. And my course lays out the steps for you. I've done all of the brain work for you so that you don't have to think about what to do first, next, and last. You don't have to wonder where should I do this or where should I donate this? How should I get rid of this? How do I do this? How do I decide what to keep and not keep? How much should I keep? I lay that out for you. So you don't have to think about that. All you have to do is follow through on the steps that I've laid out. 
and even better because I know from experience that following through and accountability is one of the most important pieces of it. Actually, probably the most important piece. Like if you have a plan and you don't actually follow through with it, the plan is useless. So when you get into my course, Decluttering Simplify, you also get access to the Facebook mastermind group of all of the other moms who are in this course. And you get invited to twice a month co-decluttering sessions where we meet up together and we actually declutter our homes on Zoom with some fun music and get the stuff out of our homes for good. So I also give you that accountability to help you follow through with these decisions. And it's really a skill. It is a muscle that you flex and it gets stronger and stronger the more that you do it. And that's what this course is designed to do. It helps you do this. So I would love to see you on the inside. I will put the link to enroll in this course in the description or in the show notes. It's motherhoodsimplified.com forward slash decluttering simplified. And this course is available 24 seven, 365. You can literally get into it whenever you're ready. You get lifetime access so you can join it and do it again and again. I have moms who have been in this course for three years and now they just use it as their maintenance mode refresher. They stay in it for the community. They stay in it for the co-decluttering sessions and they show up at the co-decluttering sessions to just honestly support the other moms or maybe do some deep cleaning or read a book. Some moms use those as a co-working time to build their businesses because they showed up to them before they declutter their homes and they're done and they stick around for the community because the motherhood simplified community is the best and we would love to have you inside of it. So that is all for today's episode. Thank you so much for hanging out. If you found it valuable, I would love it if you shared it out with your friends on social media, wherever it is that you share, and I will see you on the next episode. Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. It would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group, Instagram, just to connect on social media. If you love these episodes and if you love this show, please tag me. I love to connect with you over there. Podcasts are kind of like a one-way conversation where I feel like I'm talking to you and with you. But when you tag me on social media, I feel like we can take that one step further and actually connect with each other, which is the whole point of me starting this podcast and community in the first place is to be able to connect with moms like you who are wanting to declutter without becoming a full-blown minimalist. So tag me in your Instagram stories. I'm motherhood underscore simplified. Check out the Motherhood Simplified Facebook group or head over to the site and just find even more blogs, podcasts, decluttering courses to help you continue on your decluttering journey. Thanks so much. And I'll talk to you soon.